what will be your main recommendation for these Amazon sellers who right now are searching for that, who right now want to be acquired? Well, first of all, talk to us, right? <laughs> we want to become the largest uh, platform of e-commerce brands in the entire world. Welcome to Dr. Amazon Podcast, the emergency support channel for FBA private label sellers. We invite top Amazon experts to share the most efficient tips and tricks for your businesses. My name is Vitaly Hizniak and I am the CGO of Profit Wales. And let's get started. The market of FBA acquisitions has got so hot these years. Many new acquirer companies has created on it and one of them is Akuka, founded by Amazon veterans. It has scaled to over 100 million in revenue since its founding. What is the secret of success and how to sell the business to these guys? We will find out today. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Dr. Amazon podcast. If you dream to sell your business or somehow to find the right acquirers, this episode will be absolutely for you. Because today we have a guest, the General Ho from the uh, EQCO as the Chief Strategy Officer who leads acquisitions, capital raising and strategy. So welcome. Nice to meet you today. Hey, incredibly nice to meet you as well. Thanks for having me on. So how are you doing today? I knew that you have a so cool things that we could discuss as the last news from your company. Because, you know, typically we start our episode like from the, your story, from your, uh, your like, how did you get into the e-commerce and all this stuff? But mm-hmm. I guess not today, you know, because <laughs> uh, according to the last news that you have raised uh, a 160 million in debt and equity in your Series A round, that is that is amazing. Could you please tell a few words about that? Like, I think that that will be a great thing to get started. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we're in, we were founded in 2020, uh, early 2020, and we had been in sort of stealth mode for a while you know, only really raising about $2 million of equity capital before the Series A. And then, you know, we sort of needed uh, funding to get to the next stage of our our, our growth, right? And really enter sort of hyper growth uh, mode. And, you know, we found amazing partners, right? I think we, we announced uh, CoVenture, uh, mm-hmm. Syn Capital Partners, and then CrossBeam as our partners, right? We've been helpful in everything from referring sellers to us to, you know, just being amazing, great capital partners sort of overall. Um, and really found the right sort of mix of uh, mix of team, right, to raise this hundred sixty million dollars and you know mix of equity in, in debt. And you know the proceeds will be earmarked to to you know acquire more brands, right? I think we're you know expected to be at about half a billion dollars in revenue of, of next year. And we're all on track to, to achieve that already. Um, we're closing. <laughs> I want to say almost almost one LOI a week, which is which is crazy, crazy sort of cadence of growth. And we're incredibly humbled to be a part of it. Um, we're also building our technology platform, right? When I can talk a little, a little bit about later um, as well. And then, you know, just really growing headcount, right? Obviously, hyper growth um, uh, uh, revenue, right? Requires sort of a hyper growth um, sort of team, right? And the larger sort of more institutional team. So, you know, we're incredibly excited again um, about, about the raise, um, and you can sort of read more about it in, uh, in TechCrunch as well. I'm really excited how quick you're moving in this way. I mean, that uh, if we will like 
check when you have started and what do you have mm-hmm. now you you do a like a uh really like you just rock it you know you do a huge jump here but where did you find like and why did you want to get started here i mean that's uh a lot of companies right now moving yeah into the, this acquisition thing but how did you start that yeah absolutely so um i, th- I think we like we like to joke that we only started really last year in in you know Q1 of 2020 but really the journey uh was seven years in the making right uh so our our other two co-founders Ronick and then Wiley uh so they are Amazon experts right I think Ronick you know they met at Cornell and then after uh they graduated from Cornell Ronick went to go work at Amazon right on the merchant technologies team which covered Amazon third-party market selling places and there, you know, he was promoted to product manager uh, pretty quickly, and he worked on, you know, a bunch of sort of uh, uh, initiatives to really grow the third-party marketplace. So one of the initiatives had a billion-dollar sort of impact, right? So he really sort of understands Amazon, really understood the marketplace, and then he left shortly after and joined forces with Wiley again, right, to launch multiple uh, Amazon businesses, right? And, and sell them, consult for some of the largest Amazon sellers in the world who are located in China. And they've also founded, you know, uh, outsourcing forms in the Philippines for Amazon sellers. And they've also recently founded uh, seller or refund labs, which basically recovers, you know, sort of uh, mistakes um, that Amazon may make, right? And they're dispersed into a few um, and, 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 you know, get that sort of refund back. So, you know, that journey, I would say, is 15 years combined for both of them. So guys with the really sort of deep Amazon experience and the thought, you know, behind Acuco, right, was, hey, look, you know, why uh, build brands from scratch? It's a lot harder to go from zero to one than, you know, optimize brands, right, and leverage all the learnings that they've had over the past, um, you know, call it past 15 sort of years. Um, I met Ronick and, and Wally, you know, shortly after uh, founding, I think it was just early of uh, earlier last year during the midst of the pandemic um, and, you know, was introduced by uh, CoVenture, who was one of uh, our, our, our investors in the round. And then, you know, my role is really focusing on, uh, you know, everything not operational or Amazon operational related, right? Things like capital raising um, and then uh, obviously the M&A portion and then growth. So going out and finding sellers. So yeah, that, that's a little bit about sort of the journey. And you know, like I said, 15 years in the making really um, combined, right? And then how I sort of you know, discovered this, this amazing founding team. Yeah, you have a great team and uh, you have a lot of experience uh, around that. I mean, you have a great experience inside the Amazon, like the mm-hmm. domain expertise, yeah, uh, around that. And that is so cool. And uh, as I understand for you, it's, it is not a short-term idea, like to, to find some brands, to clothe them, and here it is, yeah, just to get a profit. What is your main, yeah. like, long-term idea? What is your main goal? Like, why are you here? Why are, are you on this niche now? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think um, short-term, right, what, what's sort of outward-facing, what a lot of uh, people see is, look, we, we buy Amazon brands, right? We buy Amazon brands and we grow them and we roll up. I think that's short-term, that's version 1.0. I mean, for us, we want to become the largest uh, platform of e-commerce brands in the entire world. So we start by buying Amazon brands, right? That's our bread and butter. That's what we really understand. But really, it's to take these brands to the next level and make them 
true off Amazon brands, right? And bring them on the channel um, as well. So we have, you know, already set in, in place in motion, a plan to do that. We've hired and are continuing to hire an omni-channel team to focus on that. Um, but it's a major initiative for us, right? To not only take an Amazon brand on, on, on well, Amazon, and but also to bring it to Target, to Walmart, right? To Best Buy, uh, to Home Depot, right? We're already in the very early innings of doing that. Um, and our playbook has been pretty successful, but we want to bring these brands essentially, you know, um, worldwide and not on many other channels. Let's speak more about uh, your like main buying process. I mean, how to be yeah. purchased uh, with the help of the Akuka. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you know, we 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 start by you know speaking, you know, having a first conversation with the seller, uh, just getting to understand their business a little bit more, right? How does you know what are your sort of growth techniques on Amazon? Right. Um, what are the sort of main keywords you rank on? And then we kind of talk about, you know, their supply chain as well. Right. Just understanding just end to end from sourcing to how you, you know, generate revenue on Amazon, how everything sort of works. Right. We then, you know, go back to the lab uh, and figure out essentially what the sort of right valuation is for this business. And we look at a hundred different uh, deal scoring criteria. We also have an automated uh, deal scoring tool as well, right? That scores every single seller across Amazon to help us, you know, determine essentially, uh, well, what the quality is, right? What the upside is, and then what we should pay. Um, we begin negotiating with the seller, uh, and then come to come to terms, right? We all sign a letter of intent or an LOI, and then from there, mm -hmm. it's a, a thirty day uh, diligence period to close. And sometimes we're faster. Sometimes I think the fastest has been, you know, two and a half almost three weeks, right? Because the seller had everything sort of very prepared on hand, which is great. Sometimes it's a little bit slower, right? Sometimes it's five weeks, right? Because uh, negotiations uh, take a little bit longer, right? For the definitive docs or the diligence process just takes a little bit longer. But we have a very sort of uh, set out and, and, and uh, uh, robust process, right? To close typically a deal within 30 days. We look at you know, we do commercial diligence, we do legal due diligence, we do financial due diligence. We have amazing outside partners uh, that we work with. We also use the technology that we build, right, to really hone in on operational due diligence. So we avoid the very manual process, right, of looking through reviews, right, or examining their Amazon store, right, and, and you know, really leverage that technology to help us move even sort of faster. Um, and the final stage after all diligence is completed, right, is uh, negotiating the purchase agreement. So the final definitive documentation with the seller, um, you know, we have a very standard agreement that we use. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's I'd say, pretty seller friendly uh, because we you know, typically wouldn't expect to see many problems down the road. And after that, right, the, is, is closing and, and, and the seller, seller is paid. And then we're on our way to, to essentially execute our growth playbooks. So you have optimized a lot of processes inside to speed up this process, this process of auditing and scoring the uh, all Amazon businesses that's like uh, you do, like you get as the request, right? And yeah. uh, may maybe you have some of the like main indicators, like for example, top three indicators that you uh, automatically could double check and say that is okay, that is not, uh, if you have them. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, like for our deal scoring tool, um, we, we, we separated it out into, you know, many sort of different components and categories, but essentially, you know, what we look for is strong keyword positioning, right? And where's the velocity of that keyword positioning going, right? Is it going up? Is it going down? Is BSR increasing? Is it sort of decreasing? That's very important to us and, and, and growth, organic growth is important to us, right? We also look at, you know, the review quality, right? Is it 4.4 stars, right? Is it almost getting to, you know, 4.25 stars, which means it'll become a four star visibly on Amazon, right? Or is it very sort of five star? That matters as well. We take that into account. The number of reviews, right? An obvious, but also very important fact. Um, but what's also even more important is the number of reviews compared to competitors. So as you can see, it's not um, as simple as, hey, look, four star, four and a half stars or five stars, lots of reviews equals sort of good ratings, right? We really take into account a lot of things, right? That are very publicly sort of visible on the Amazon page. And some things that are around the edges that aren't as public, right? That we kind of have discovered, right? Through our sort of knowledge of Amazon, some things that Amazon um, or breadcrumbs that Amazon sort of leaves behind where we can like leverage, right? And really develop just a holistic view of the, of the brand. Yeah, great. And I, I like the idea that uh, you're like you're analyze how how brand is on Amazon on these platform based on the keywords because we work mm-hmm. with a lot of clients about that, and we every time according like to our strategy that we use for like expanding number of the keywords that you will be ranked on. Yeah, and mm-hmm. will help you to do with the help of the PPC, for example, on the beginning, and then keep all these results with the help of the organics. We see that is one of the main strategies that helps acquires to make the right decisions that okay they are working with the brands i mean they want to push it yeah you, these keywords for example uh, or other campaigns that they could use for building like these brand awareness how important yeah. for you the brand awareness like the general i mean that some of the amazon sellers they use it only on the amazon site but some of them use like other platforms to do that the website, the mm-hmm. social medias, the uh, like, um, yeah, the Google ads, Facebook ads, and something like that. So yeah. How important is that for you? I'd say uh, if you're focused on selling on Amazon Marketplace, a little bit less important, right? Amazon Marketplace, right, is really all about search positioning, right? Where do you show up on the first page, essentially, right? Because who who goes to the second page unless there's really high search intent, right, for some really long tail keyword? Something like that, right? Everything happens sort of on the first page. So for us, it's all about, you know, where where are you sort of on the first page, right? What's your sort of a competitive edge versus your competitors? Does it look like you have the same exact product, which you source from the same exact factory as as everyone else, right? Or, or what's your sort of um, you know real competitive there edge there, right? What's your sort of brand value? And then we really look at you know the upside potential. And this is where all our growth playbooks really come in, right? That we've developed um, throughout like all these years. I think we're very good at, um, uh, you know, in particular SEO and then review management, right? We have the ability to rank on top of the very first page of product once it launches with um, almost no PPC, right? Which is a very sort of rare and very proprietary sort of skill set that we sort of built out. So as you can imagine, that's incredibly powerful, right? And that also allows sellers really to, you know, earn all of their earn out um, after, you know, after we sort of structure a, a deal with them. And then that's why many sellers choose to go with us because we have this, you know, proven ability to organically grow um, a brand afterwards with very little costs. 
Yeah, gotcha. Perfect. And uh, maybe we will speak more about the uh, your recommendations yeah, to the Amazon sellers because right now a lot of yeah. people, they want to be acquired. They they are preparing everything for uh, like the PPC for that, the PNL mm-hmm. or something like that. They they want to do that. And some of them, they um, they have some data around like one year or two years and they uh, wanted to do like a quick, you know, quick exit from that. But some of yeah. them, they right now keeping the their like data, try to invest right now more to get like uh, uh, the like final proposal much higher that, that, than now. So what mm-hmm. will be your main recommendation for these Amazon sellers who right now are searching for that, who right now want to be acquired? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, talk to us, right? <laughs> talk to us first. But but um, but we're really, I mean, it's just such a smooth, smoother sort of process, right? When a seller is is prepared, once they sort of want to sell, right? Um, instead of a lot of back and forth between us asking kind of basic questions of them, right? If there's a sort of sort of ready, we can get evaluation out in, in less than 48 hours, right? And we have many case examples of of, of doing exactly that. So what we, you know, would want kind of at a base level, right, is 24 months worth of financials, right? I, I think that is pretty important. Having just clean, clean books generally is is pretty important um, to us because with 24 months of financials, right, we can see the growth trends, right, uh, generally on how the the, um, the store is doing, right, and we can generally see what your your margins are, and then you know kind of figure out a, an offer from there. What would be even better, right, is to, um, you know, uh, send us also, you know, sales by ASIN, right, or sales by SKU, right, just getting down a little bit into sort of the unit economics, right, finding out what the land of cost per unit is, essentially, and that would really help us refine our valuation even further, right, and get it sort of more more accurate and sort of more market. Um, we also provide, right, um, we, uh, we build a PL for sellers who don't have one as well. I, I think... We have a very proprietary tool that we built, right? That auto generates a PNL, and you know, if a seller doesn't have uh, a PNL for for some reason or has a really tough time putting it together, you know, we're able to generate one for for them as well. But obviously, we would prefer the seller to um to to generate their own sort of PNL. So I, I think you know that that probably is the most important part. Um, you know, we also request uh, for a very light touch sort of account access, right? Um, just sort of view only, just to you know, kind of poke around and do a, do additional due diligence um, to to sort of you know really hone in on our offer. So I think those couple things um, would really you know help us, right, and and also help the seller um, get to sort of evaluation within forty eight hours. Like it, and uh, uh, mm-hmm. if uh, for example your ICP, like the ideal client portrait. Uh, who is this tellers? I mean, what is the size of the business that could be uh, acquired by you? Yeah, what is your typical client that you're looking for to get? Because I knew a lot of situations when you see a small seller, but you see a lot of potential in that. And in this product, if you will build branding, but it will take more time, like not a few uh, months to optimize it, yeah, like half in a year, and uh, but you will get a great result. Um mm-hmm. And another side, yeah, when you have like a uh, really good working system that you understand that you will launch more products, for example, or optimize this one, you will get more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is your typical client? 
Yeah, definitely. So, you know, the seller uh, it would be a private label seller, right? They own their brand, so not a third party seller. Um, you know, we prefer US based sellers. So we're also sort of exploring internationally. The minimum, uh, you know, annual recurring revenue for us is around, call it two to three sort of million, right? Um, so, so, you know, nothing below uh, 1 million definitely sort of at a minimum, right? I think we'd like to see the seller have just strong search positioning. Right as well, um, because you know, for us to apply our, our, our sort of growth playbooks, right, it's just well suited if the seller has existing sort of strong search positioning, increasing sort of BSR ranking. In terms of category, right, we typically avoid categories of high degree of obsolescence, right? Categories such as cell phone cases, where you have to launch a cell phone case every single year, right, and launching a product from from scratch. Right, um, as a parent, main parent is, is sort of tough, and then we also avoid uh, products just in, in, in uh, ephemeral categories, right? Categories that are sort of um, uh, you know, faddish, like a fidget, fidget spinner or something like this. Um, I think what we really look for, though, um, and then one perfect example is a brand we acquired. I want to say three months ago. Now it's crazy. It's been so, so, so time has passed so quickly, but three months ago now, right? That's really top five or top 10 in the home and kitchen category, right? And this brand has done amazing, you know, uh, you know, almost 100,000 reviews, 100,000 review plus, right? On, 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 you know, that product and, and many other sort of products. And, you know, for this brand, right, has done an amazing job. The entrepreneur has done an amazing job building it to where it is sort of today, but then there's other optimizations that we can make, right? Things like, you know, basic things such as, you know, getting a good A plus up, right? To, you know, just launching additional sort of products on top of, you know, the main, the main ASIN, right? To, you know, optimizing so the sort of supply chain further. I think for us and how we're a little bit different than some of the other acquirers is we really look at the upside opportunity and we, we segment it into a few sort of main buckets. Um, to, to sort of analyze, right? Be- even before we offered LOI, but certainly de- during due diligence. Um, and then because for us, you know, our pitch to our investors and then to the general public and even internally, right, is, is we're our Amazon operators and we want the ability to grow these brands afterwards. We're not here to just harvest the cash flows and, and, and all that, right? So growth opportunity is really important for us. And we'll pass on a brand even if it's, you know, got stable growth, decent margins, right? But very little growth opportunity. For us, maybe we're not the right partners there for the seller, right? Maybe somebody else is. Um, so so I, I think that's a little bit and, and pretty unique to us. You have a really great goals in the case of the, how do you work with the Amazon brands? And I really like that. And I think mm-hmm. that this round of investments that you have like closed, uh, you will you will like open another one soon. <laughs> In the case of the, uh, your your understanding of what you exactly want to achieve, yeah, what do you exactly want to close, and for for what you do that. And I really like the approach that you use in the case of like the softwares and all the optimization processes on the yeah. beginning, like how to analyze, how to get because you based on the data, and yeah, that is awesome. Gerald, I would be glad to speak more about you, uh, like you personally. Uh, yeah. Our audience would be glad to maybe to get some uh, like feedbacks or recommendations uh, around uh, according to the books or maybe podcasts that you love and that you will recommend to read, for example, or something to listen. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously, this podcast, right, is, <laughs> is, 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 okay. is amazing. So, so sh- shout out, shout out there. Um, but honestly, you know, I, I used to listen to a lot of podcasts and read a lot of books, and it's you know been incredibly busy lately, so I haven't kept up, up as much. Um, but in terms of uh, Amazon specific books, I, I think reading Jeff Bezos's um, autobiography, essentially, right, the building of the Amazon stores, incredibly. Uh, important, I, I think, um, just even for me, right, in deciding sort of what's sort of not, what was not sort of right path to take, right, um, and then kind of discovering this sort of you know, crazy Amazon world, and then linking up with Ronick and Wally, uh, the other sort of co-founders, right, um, to you know just what the Amazon sort of ethos is, right, what was important for me, and still is important today as I kind of navigate this sort of ecosystem and kind of continually uh, understand a little bit better. Um, I like business biographies a lot. I think uh, Bob Iger just put out a recent re- recent biography of, of himself and his time at Walt Disney. Um, uh, and it's incredible, right? It kind of goes through all his stories about leadership, right? Why he's a great leader. A lot of just situations where there wasn't a right answer and kind of how he approached it. I think that has really shaped the way that I think um, it's called ride of a lifetime, right? Um, you know, other than that, I, I <laughs> a lot of books about philosophy. I like meditation by Marcus Aurelius kind of getting off the scope of this podcast, but reading that, right. Victor Frankl, um, you know, man's search reading, I, I think it is really great as well. Um, so that's kind of sort of what I've been reading lately, right. Sort of in my free time. Um, and, and, and yeah, I mean, in terms of podcasts, obviously besides this one, I, I like, um, uh, Patrick O'Shaughnessy's uh, "Invest Like the Best" a lot. It's a, it's sort of a, just a business podcast. It has a lot of you know other great founders, right, and other sort of great speakers um, um, to sort of go on it. So so yeah, I mean I you know read a, listen to a little bit of Amazon, a little bit of just general business, right, and uh, and and that's kind of what I what I try to do in the little free time that I have. <laughs> Cool, cool. I like it. And uh, yeah. you spend a lot of time working with the Amazon sellers, yeah, and uh, and this niche exactly. What do you mm-hmm. think could be the next trends in this niche and in this market? Yeah, I I think um, uh, trends for for Amazon sellers in general, or yeah, yeah I, look, yeah. I, I think I, I think look, twenty twenty was just an incredible period. I think for right. the world, obviously, but for Amazon themselves, right. E-commerce penetration increased substantially. I think we had five years of e-commerce penetration compressed into just one year, right? So that's an amazing, amazing amount of growth and then shifting from consumer buying habits um, to buying online, essentially, right? And Amazon's the biggest beneficiary of that. I think they own around 40% or so of the e-commerce market and other players like Shopify, like Target, like Walmart have done incredibly well as well. I think what's most amazing is, I mean, if you just read, you know, Wall Street Research or, or what Amazon has stated in their earnings reports, right, as their um, gross market version as, or gross market value, GMV, has continued to increase, right? I think it's up over 50% year over year um, in Q1 and then also increase, forecasted increase in Q2, which is amazing since most of the quote unquote COVID bump for a lot of these sellers happened in Q2 of last year. So to be... Mm-hmm. Even above that is really amazing. Um, I think the selling market will get more and more competitive, right? There's around 2 million of active sellers on Amazon. Um, and then there's one uh, seller joining every single second, right? So this market is, is, is getting crazy competitive, crazy, crazy big. But 
that's a great thing, I think, for everyone, right? Consumers have more uh, choices, right, than ever before, right? To purchase sort of exactly, you know, the variation that they want, right, at the price point that they want, whether it be premium, mass market, or sort of otherwise. And I, I think that's a that's a real sort of powerful thing. I think, you know, it's just an incredible time to, to be a seller right now and have access to this market um, and be able to, you know, essentially open up account, right, follow a trademark, obviously with a little bit of time and, and lag process because there's so many people trying to do it. Um, but this, you know, essentially open up your own store on, on, on a place where the entire world can see, right. Where it used to be, you know, you had to uh, pay rent and <laughs> open up a physical storefront, right. For your town to see now the entire world can see. So I, I, I think it's something truly magical and in 2020 as tough as it was, right. Um, was also, um, kind of the catalyst for, for bigger things as well. Yeah. Great. And the, the last question for today, who should be the next guest for the Dr. Amazon podcast? Yeah, I think, um, like, I mean, you have an incredible roster, I think, CEO of other aggregators and, and everything like that. I'll have to sort of think about it, right? I, and, 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 kind of, um, and kind of get back to you. I think Ronick, um, our, our, our founder, is, is great, right? You can kind of dive a little bit deeper into right, some our growth strategies and just thought about the marketplace and everything like that. Um, Wiley, you know, could also talk about sort of supply chain. Um, but, you know, apart from them, right, because, uh, you know, we, we probably would talk about similar sort of things, um, you know, other, other um, uh, uh, you know, seller tools, right, that, that we sort of have partners with, right, the CEOs of that. I'll have to sort of think about it and get back to you. But, I mean, look, it's a, it's a massive, massive market, right? So you have no shortage of, of people to, to, to speak to. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, and I absolutely agree with you. And thank you so much for all these recommendations. For me, that was a really cool story how the IQCO works in the case of the working with the clients of the and these so difficult and competitive niche as we have now. And uh, mm -hmm. I really like that. And I hope that all these recommendations and insights that you have shared with us will help some of the Amazon sellers to find the right spot for them, you know, to uh, to make maybe some steps more clear on achieving their goals or to, to finding the right fit for them. So uh, yeah. yeah, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Gerald, for that. And uh, thank you for Akuka having all these things starting working. And I hope that you will have a much better and cooler results soon. Yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot for having me on. Incredibly exciting. And uh, and yeah, looking forward to, uh, to, to to hearing who the next guest is on the podcast. So incredible. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you so much, Gerald. Yeah, thanks. And that is all for today's Dr. Amazon episode. Do not miss our future arrivals with the new hot topics. Press the like button, leave us a comment below and don't forget to subscribe. We will come back to you shortly.